<laughs> that was spooky. Thanks, Craig. Wouldn't it be funny if there was like a robot voice like, You're welcome, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I'd quit. Like, nope. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. Does any guy scare you? I don't <laughs> So after a long day of busting up bad guys, nearly being swallowed by lava, fleeing from dragons, losing your precious pets, making agreements with grumpy priests, arguing amongst yourselves and other completely normal hero stuff, the righteous raptors found themselves traveling to a cave that's being haunted by a troll at the west side of Mount Aramor being led by a pet frog that only Aoife could see. You camped under a rocky outcropping, but your sleep was restless as most of you had gone to sleep either angry or sad or upset about something. Gathis spent his morning on the ceiling of the camp, watching and waiting in case Cloud was still angry about the whole handcuff thing from the night before. And as Dr. Tealeaf whipped up some more milk of the poppy inside his cart, Cloud offered Scathis some ale as a peace offering. Cloud admits to being angry, and Scathis admits to not being able to trust easily, and you were able to come to terms with it and agree to work together. Meanwhile, Aoife was attempting her morning ritual of feeding Charlemagne, her frog and current guide, but he didn't even react to his morning crickets. A strange thing for him, and simply kept hopping toward whatever destination he wished to lead Aoife to. She also kept an eye in the sky for her hawk Marcel, but he was still nowhere in sight. Luckily the rest of the party was soon ready to move on, and you continued to follow the phantom frog through the forest until he brought you to a huge a waterfall huge... of lava. He then jumped into the lava fall and disappeared behind it. Aoife frantically looked for a way to get to him but was not successful. But luckily, Scathis had found a passage that led behind the waterfall and into a cave lit by fluorescent mushrooms. The mushrooms. Inside, Charlemagne waited. Once you all entered, you were suddenly hit with a cold burst of air that seemed to scream, GET OUT! And you are surprised to find that yep. Charlemagne has led you exactly where you wanted to go. But then Aoife noticed a tree growing inside the cave. A grand oak tree that looked so out of place. But again, only she could see it. She followed Charlemagne up to it, and he hopped onto the trunk and stopped right beside what seemed to be a bearded face made out of the bark. She reached out to examine this tree that no one else was able to see, and she disappeared into thin air. Unable to discern where she had vanished to, you began to explore the rest of the cave. Dr. Teeley found a side cavern full of water and the corpse of a troll and a human. The human was wearing an amulet depicting a skeletal hand, balancing a set of scales, which Dr. Teeley takes. Then the spectral apparition of the troll appeared behind you and screamed, Get out! As its cold body passed right through you, damaging you with a psychic energy. In another plane of existence, Aoife stood beneath a giant tree with eyes, a nose, a beard, and a thin mouth 
that spoke to her within the presence of eight ancient stones and eight hooded figures. He was Sylvanus, the Forest Father, and he offered two tests to be passed to prove that Aoife is one of the devout, that she can put the sacred balance before the good of everything else. The first test consisted of three riddles that tested her knowledge of nature, which Aoife answered correctly after some meditation. Turn this music down, it's blasting in my ear. That's better. Um, the second test was different though. A dying fawn appeared on the ground before her with two broken legs and an opened, bleeding stomach. Aoife instinctually soothes the young deer, then brings down her great sword swiftly, ending the poor thing's misery. For this quick and decisive action, Sylvanus is impressed and reward rewards her with a bow made from his own branches and a strand of enchanted spider silk. Marcel also returns to her from the Forest Father's branches, larger, much more colorful, and powerful. Back in the cave, Aoife reappeared in the middle of the battle with the ghost troll, scaring Scathis out of his boots. At this point, the ghost had berated all of you with psychic attacks, and you were beginning to get wore down, but Aoife's return helped turn the tide of battle, and Scathis was able to make the kill shot. Cloud and Raptor then collected some bone pieces from the troll corpse to bring back to Morpheus. Back outside, you celebrated the return of Marcel, the new and improved Hawk, and Charlemagne, the definitely there for real this time, and Hungry Frog. During your short rest, Scathis hears from the Raven Queen, his patron, apologizing for not helping him and find, helping him find Aoife like he'd asked earlier. She explained that Aoife was beyond her sight at the time. Dr. Tealeaf quizzes Cloud about Tritherion. Not being a spiritual man himself, he was curious about how Cloud can trust someone he's never seen, who may or may not even be there to begin with, and if he is, he could be someone else claiming to be Tritherion. Cloud is firm with his faith and explains that Tritherion has spoken to him on several occasions and has helped them along their journey. Opal is surprised that Tritherion has spoken to Cloud directly, but confirms her faith in him as well. Keyleaf doesn't seem completely convinced, but is definitely still curious about it all. You talk a little bit more of the gods, you ask Opal a little bit about Rexpolis, where the Arbiters came from, and she provides you with her map of Daedalon, issued to her by the Arbiters' Temple, which you can now see on Roll20. Um, at this point, this was a, wasn't really in the session, but um, you can spend some time talking about some interests on the map that concern your character. Opal writes all of them down, marks them on the map, marks places that you've been to on the map. It's going to keep it updated as much as possible during your travels. So if, if anybody wants to talk about their respective places on the map you can um i don't know if dr tealeaf has a, a hometown or if he wants to share it um, but he's welcome to no 
I always kind of assumed that I came, like I came across like the ocean, but you know, we never really got that far talking about it. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. It's totally up to you. There are definitely so I'll probably figure out the ocean as well. Okay. We'll probably figure that out later. Okay. Cloud, you have several points of interest. If you want to talk about them, you can. Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah. As you can see up here in the ice fields where the the Goliath hail from, it's a few points. Um, I guess there's, there's four major Goliath tribes, and they're all nomads, but they have their kind of ancestral meeting spots. So, uh, Cloud doesn't really have, like, a home, but he was part of the Swift Wolf clan, so his kind of ancestral meeting grounds is the Wolf Pack Rock, so he kind of grew up in that area. Um, kind of there north of the Rip River. Uh, there's also uh, Haldengard. It's <clears throat> it's kind of a neutral meeting zone for all the Goliath. It's a little port. Uh, it's probably the only place you'll ever really meet a Goliath outside of... I mean, I guess uh, outsiders really would never go to any of these ancestral meeting grounds. So if you ever went to the ice fields as an outsider, you'd probably go to Haldengard, which is more... More like a port city. Probably so, the only Goliath city that anyone might yeah. have heard of. <clears throat> yeah. Some... He would have, I guess Cloud would have met his, met this band of monks somewhere here in the northern Draco Plains. And eventually made his way down the spine to Oneberg. <laughs> the story kind of began. <clears throat> Very good. Uh, Aoife, she also marks your house of, or your your village of origin, River Hall. If there's anything you want to add about it, you're free to. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a pretty small village. Um... And for those of you who don't know or remember, uh, she wasn't being in incredibly careful, practicing with her flame tongue greatsword, and kind of lit half the village on fire. And it's a, it's, it was in, it, was like a treetop village where everybody lived amongst the treetops. It was very peaceful until she wasn't entirely careful, you know, with that flame tongue greatsword, like during during the dry season. Uh, nobody was killed, but several were burned. Some, some of them got hurt just jumping out of their treetop houses, just trying to get away from the fire, as they got hurt on the impact of the fall. Um, but most notably, her little brother got burned very, very badly, and she destroyed her own childhood home. Um, and she has not been welcomed back since. Where, where was it? Uh, it's right above the Tower of the Gods in Riverhall. Okay. Riverhall. Yeah, it's itty bitty. It was a small little village. But yeah, she kind of started just traveling down the wind, down the river, did a lot of camping. Uh, eventually came across and met, you know, Koji and Cloud, and uh, 
power of the gods. Where her journey with the Righteous Raptors began. Cool. Um, <clears throat> Koji, your hometown of Elkhorn is on here as well already. You don't have to mark it. Uh, but you you know, your memories of Elkhorn are still a bit hazy. I'm not real sure. You do remember flashes of being there in your childhood and stuff. Um, Opal also shows you Rexpolis on the map. Tells you a little bit about it. <clears throat> it started off as just a, a very grand bridge that was to connect once the bridge was built would always use the bridge to cross it because it's much safer and since it's about a day's walk to cross it as well people would set up camp there and some people ended up staying there and eventually it became a city cool. and that's where the arbiters of wrath eventually set up their base of operations and that's where they operate from it's where their temple is so yeah you're still outside of this troll cave you've set up a a short resting spot what would you like to do still fairly early in the morning a little bit before noon well, I want to take Charlemagne around and help him hunt down some insects for his breakfast. Uh, he's he's still pretty pretty famished from the excursion he just went through. You're gonna have to hunt for some crickets. Yep. What <laughs> what do I roll to hunt down crickets? <laughs> Give me a survival check. What? There's not a Cricket check that I can do. <laughs> Cricket no, check. not exactly. Oh, that's a nine. A nine. You find a, a few crickets. It still seems like he could eat some more, but you know he's he's doing okay for now. Yeah, we can try again at lunch. Yeah. Raptor noticed you guys. And followed you out, and he's hunting crickets as well. <laughs> Oh, raptor. Okay, do a survival check for a raptor. Um, this is in the floor. Fourteen. Alright. Raptor comes up to Aoife. She catches a cricket and kind of sniffs it. Then runs off into this bush after he sniffs around a little bit. Some more kind of tracking something and he kind of uncovers this this bush and crickets jump everywhere and he snaps at them and they're too small for him to catch so he, he probably ends up eating a couple of them in his attempts to catch them with his mouth 
but that also gives Aoife an opportunity to grab some extra crickets and hand them off to Charlemagne so he's nice and full now. I also want to let uh, Marcel stretch his wings and have a good fly around. Um, and I want him to go and try to catch him some breakfast, like a nice squirrel or something. Um, and possibly, you know, try to hunt for us some breakfast too. Um, if he passes his arrival check. Go ahead. Okay, that is a 21. 21. As he's flying low over this small forest that surrounds the mountain, he comes into contact with a weasel who's foraging in the forest floor. How is he going to approach this weasel? He just kind of like silently circles around him. And I start, I want him to like just dive ball for him with his talons out. Just try to swoop him right up. Okay. <clears throat> Give me an attack roll for Marcel. With his shred ability. All right, let me pull that up real quick. Remember, your proficiency bonus is added to all of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Which... Yeah, I think it says on there. Yeah, it would be a 1d4 plus 3 plus my proficiency bonus. Along with your to-hit roll, too. So you'll roll the d20 to hit plus 4 plus your proficiency. And then the 1d4 plus 3 plus proficiency for damage. Okay. Oh yeah, because that is a 1 to hit. Oh no. So it was a 1 plus 8. So it technically would be 9. It doesn't that 1. So... Marcel's a little rusty in his new body. He's not quite figured it out yet. Uh, but he comes close to getting this weasel, but he, he hits a, a branch before he makes the contact, and the weasel hears him and, and skitters off. Um, but Marcel is faster. He's much faster on wing than the weasel is on land, so if you want to try to attack him again, you can. Okay, so I rolled a seven. Let's see, so that's seven plus three is ten. And I guess that's a fourteen plus my proficiency bonus. That'll hit. Roll your damage. I'll be right back. Okay, so that's a 2 plus 4 plus 3. That's a 12 damage. Okay. As the weasel runs off and tries to jump over this log that's in the way, Marcel sees his chance as he jumps. He soars over and grabs the weasel from behind with his 
claws and snaps it in half, killing it. And he's got a successful kill. Woo! Breakfast for Charlotte. For, um, oops, breakfast for uh, Marcel. <laughs> With a little bit left over. I mean, Weasel's fairly small, but he's got some fat stored on him. Is it enough for Aoife to make some breakfast out of? Yeah, it probably wouldn't, like, make you super full, but it's enough to get you started for the day. Okay, so I'll build a fire and skin the rest of this weasel and, kind of, you know, put it on a stick and just roast it. Okay. As you're roasting your, your weasel and everyone's kind of munching on whatever they got, Scathis comes up to you, Aoife. And he hands you a handwritten note. And he puts a finger over his lips and says, shh. And then walks back towards the troll cave and enters it. Yeah, well, I'm going to pretend to take a bathroom break in the woods. Or just behind some cover. And I'll and I'll and I'll unroll that that note and read it. Okay, I'll send you what it says, and you can decide what to do with that information. What what I miss? Sorry, I had to run upstairs real quick. That's okay. Ifa's hawk Marcel caught a weasel and brought it back, and Ifa's cooking up what's left of it for herself. And then Scathis came up to Aoife, gave her a note, and put his mm. finger to his lips and said, shh, and then walked back into the troll cave. Do we see this happen, or is it just... Let's see. One second. Jeez, his stealth is so good. You do not. <laughs> you could see that, um, I'd say if you're in the camp just hanging out, you would see that Skathis handed Aoife a note, but then he walked out of the camp and just disappeared. So Aoife, you're um, trying to kind of sneak away to read this. Do you want to stealth? Um, yes. My excuse is I have to go and take a piss. Um. <laughs> I mean, you can just say that and leave it at that if you want, but you can also stealth if you want. Okay, or do you want to roll for deception? Uh, just roll for stealth. Okay. That's an 18. Okay, that's pretty good. I don't think anybody's passive is that high. No. So you successfully stealthed away from the party. Give me just a second, I need to grab a battery. My mouse just died. What are y'all's passives? Just, do you guys know? Mine's a- I have a 14 perception, 10 investigation, and 14 insight. I have 12 perception, 10 investigation, and 16 insight. Oh, damn. What are we comparing here? 
passives, your senses. It's like your passive perception and investigation and insight. Um, You'll be under your saving throws. Um, mine says passive wisdom perception. Um, I'm not sure. Investigation and insight. Does it have a number next to it? Oh, 10, 13, and 10. Yeah, that's like. So, passive perception is like if you're walking around, like the things that you notice. And, you know, an insight. Yeah, an investigation, about the same thing, but you're trying to figure something out. And then, wisdom, or the insight is to try and see if people are lying and stuff like that, or like reading a room. Kind of stuff like that. Generally, those stats are used for me to do things yeah. without asking you to do a roll. Or if, if it's something that like perception, but I don't want you to actually roll for it, I can just at, you know look at your passive and go by that. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, Aoife, you successfully sneak off into the woods and read your note. Right after she reads it, she just kind of like walks back in and just yeah, walks back and she has like a, a tear in her eye that she kind of wipes away and she's smiling. Um, but she announces to the party that... uh. And wait, Skathis is, is like completely has completely gone is completely gone now, right? Damn. Once he walked away, you haven't seen him. Since. Yeah. Um, well, I tell the party that um that Skathis appears to be gone for good. Um, he has received news about about his son, and he's departed off to go and try to find his son. So, who knows if our paths will ever cross again? But. This is the end of his journey with the Righteous Raptors. What? He didn't tell any of us this? He just dipped? Maybe he thought it would be too painful to tell the rest of the party. No. He did fucking hate Zariel, so I understand. Thanks. Yeah, he, I think he's looking for his kid or something. I don't know. Yeah, he was separated with his son, but it's, it yeah. appears he'll be with his son again. Oh, no, it's raining. Uh, what is this? Oh, thank you. Um, Dr. Tealeaf, did you ever take time to look at that necklace you got from the human? In the cave. Uh, yeah. Wait, did Skathis happen to leave his other um earring of whisper? Or did he just take off with earring of whisper? Yeah, I guess that's what I would be doing is trying to like attune to this. Okay. You spend some time studying it, looking it over. Um, it is a necromantic signal made of black woven rope. It bears the mark of 
uh, Kalimvor, God of the Dead. And you can use it... Once you, uh, gain... Once you attune to it, you gain resistance to necrotic damage. And when an undead creature attacks you, it must make a wisdom saving throw equal to 8, plus your proficiency bonus, plus wisdom modifier, or the attack automatically misses. Also, if you die while you're attuned to this, instead of dying, you become stable. And after 1d4 minutes, you are affected by the resurrection spell, the necromantic sigil breaks. After that. Okay. Um, made of a black woven rope at the bottom there's a silver medallion of it. So I'm having like visions of other Okay. Okay. Cool. So yeah, I'd just be sitting in my cart kinda like having visions of like, once I finally attuned to it, I just be started having visions of people dying of that, you know, previous bears of the sigil. But you also, you don't really feel that it's evil. Kalimvor is a well-known and a well-worshipped god. Um, even though he's the god of death, he's... Also, you know, death is part of the balance. It's not like he's viewed as an evil god. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, necromantic power can be used for evil. But you don't necessarily feel like this is an evil item. Cool. It's very connected to the domain of death. That sound. It's getting closer to noon. The sun's getting pretty high in the sky. What are you guys doing? Is it about time to head back? Yeah. We gotta go turn this troll bone in. Yeah, let's get this troll bone back. Let's do it. Alright, so you're gonna head back around the mountain towards the quarry? Mm-hmm. Cool. You don't have a frog to guide you this time. So who wants to take the lead and do the survival rolls? What terrain is this again? It is plains. There's a little bit of forest in there, which I think you're good with forests too, but it's mostly the plains. Yeah, no, I do have advantage with forest, not really with planes, but I can take the lead. Head both. Yeah, you got forest and grassland. Hmm. So 
you're good. Okay, so I'll roll for a survival check. Yep. But that is a dirty 20. Nice. 20, nice. You're easily... Yeah. You're easily able to pick up the trail that you came this way on and start making your way back the way you came. Um, you exit the forest and come back out onto the wide open plains full of flowers. And you start walking north, and then after an hour or two, you start making your way east. Once you come around to the north, north northern part of the mountain. Um, at this point, I want Aoife to do a perception check for me. That is another dirty 20. Nice. As you're walking and keeping your eye on the path and everything around you, you notice a small figure in the sky flying generally above your current location. It circles a few times heads off in one direction, but you keep watching and it always seems to come back and circle over you and disappear again behind the clouds. It's got wings like a dragon, but it's slightly small. Smaller than what you're used to seeing. And you don't see four legs like you would normally on a dragon. You just see the wings and two legs in the back by the tail. But it's very, very small. You can't make out the color or any details. It's very far away. But you definitely see him hovering in the air as you walk. Okay, I'd like to send Marcel after him to just kind of look at, kind of get an idea of what he is and come back and report to me. How close do you want Marcel to get to him? How close can he be in, to see what he it, what what it is without getting too close? Well, if you do a good stealth check, he might be able to get pretty close to him, but he would have to get within at least a few hundred feet. All right. Let's see. How do I roll a, a stealth check for Marcel? Stealth would be his dexterity. So it is a d20 plus his dexterity. Okay. And your proficiency bonus gets added to that as well. Oh wow, so I rolled a 17. Um, and with his dexterity and my uh, proficiency bonus, that would be a um, 24. Very nice. Okay. So he finds a good thick cloud to cover himself with and he's successfully or feels like he successfully is hiding where he can't be seen um i would like you to do a nature check now 
just with your stats. Because I believe you can see through his eyes, can't you? Yeah. That's a 16. <laughs> Alright. This isn't a creature that you have personally encountered before, but you know of it. Um, it is akin to the dragon, but it is not a dragon. It is a wyvern. They're slightly smaller. They do not have breath weapons. They attack more with their poison stinger on their the end of their tail. It is black with, like, green membranes on its wings and green horns. Oopie loose. Oh, that was weird. Um... But the weirdest thing is riding atop this wyvern is a black cobalt. <coughs> Excuse me. Black cobalt with two rapiers and leather armor with a breastplate and a shield. And they seem to be watching your party below. And you hear the kobold say, as you get closer under the cover of this cloud, you hear the kobold say, That's it, Priscilla. Yes, we're so close. So close to our prize. Did he say so close to our prey? Prize. Prize. Oh. Alright, so I look around to the rest of the party and I say, okay guys, we need to be on guard. Um, there's a a cobalt in armor and with two rapiers, like on the back of a wyvern. Uh, that's referring to us as, as their prize. So we may we may have to be fight fighting here soon. Also I failed to mention it is a female cobalt, which You've seen very few of, but this is obviously a female. Huh. And she's much larger than any other kobold you've ever seen. And also, her having black scales, you've never seen a black kobold. You've seen mostly red, uh, green, a blue one here and there, but never a black one. How far up are they? They are several hundred feet, going on closer to a thousand feet in the air. Far enough to where they can, like, keep watch from the sky, but not initiate any battle. Well, I want to keep my, uh, four-slotted spoon just kind of, like, locked and ready. Um, I mean, if the range is, like, 600 feet, so there's not much I can do, but I just want to have it locked and ready. So Marcel comes back to you and reports, and you share that information with the party. What do you want to do from here? I'd say you're about halfway through your day's travel at this point. Well, if we can't come to him, wait for him to come to us. He doesn't know that, you know, we know he's there, or she... She doesn't know that we know she's there, so you know, maybe we just lure her out and get her. 
Snore what's righteous. Do the righteous thing. We can all pretend to fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Set up fake camp here. Should we travel a little bit further? Well, yeah, we should travel further. Kind of faint it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know that you'll probably get back to the ruin camp where Thunder lies uh, by the end of the day if you keep going. Food for thought. Let's travel there then. Somewhat familiar. And we got plenty of cover too with the ruins. Is that what you guys want to do? Um, just uh, out of character, is it like. I got confused. Are we still. We're still going back to the one dude at the place, right? To, that's going to resurrect people. Yeah. Now we got the bone for. Is the resting place on the way to there? Yeah, you have to pass by it to. Okay, to that's where I got. Okay, cool. Then yeah, I'm down to go to the resting place. We already kind of have a camp set up there. Okay, Ifa, you're leading the pack. Is that what you want to do? Ifa. Lost Eva. Marcel, you're taking over. <laughs> AJ, are you in roll 20? Um, no, I don't think so. Here, let me open it real quick. Hello? Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, disconnecting me for some reason. Um, yes, I do want. I will lead the pack. Is that gonna be another survival check? No, we'll just stick with the one you already did. Okay. During these like longer travel montages, I'll just do like one roll per day for travel to make it simpler. All right. You keep moving forward, keeping an eye on the wyvern and the cobalt and sky. Eventually, a couple hours later, it does disappear, and you no longer see it following you. And then shortly after that, you find yourself back at Ender's resting place, back at the ruin where you have camped before. So we lost it? Allegedly? You no longer see it. We no longer see it. Correct. <laughs> Sorry, I know it sucks to say it three times, but see what? <laughs> <laughs> the kobold riding the wyvern that's been following you. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, now do we have to rest now? It is now getting dark. 
you spent most of your day traveling. So that's up to you. Well, maybe we stick to our plan and hope to lure it okay. out. Maybe it's just hiding. Maybe it's on to Well, we could just all fake sleep without a guard. Yeah. Just be like, oh, you know what, guys? Let's take the whole guard thing off, like, on break tonight. Let's not do that. We'll split up and sleep in different areas, so <laughs> we get the whole area covered. Yeah, let's not even let the fire tonight. Let's let there be. If there's no light, they won't be able to find us. Well, guys, this is like getting intense here. <laughs> Wait, okay. Are we trying to lure them out or are we trying to hide? Um, I think we should probably have somebody stay guard. I mean, either way, Eve only meditates for like four hours out of the night, so. Opal screams into the sky. Only a coward fucking hides. Come out and face us, you lily livered cowards. She's Opal, nice language, screaming. you're 11. <laughs> I agree with Opal. She <laughs> looks at you and says, No one tells Opal what to say. Oh, I see. Well, I'll I'll take first watch, and I'll just be chilling on the wall, kind of reading my magazine, ignoring Opal. I'll take third watch. What magazine are you reading? Fake Doctor Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Fake doctoring for dummies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's reading um how to be a better thief. <laughs> how to steal from your friends that love you. <laughs> I'm not salty at all. <laughs> but yeah, there's some good articles in it. Uh, yeah, read it for the articles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alright, so you're just gonna chill at the camp and not make a fire and wait to ambush them if they show up? Sounds good. Alright. Or we light a fire and we just don't sit next to it and like, they come to investigate the fire and we jump them. Oh, we could put up like fake sleeping bags and stuff. Yeah, we'll make a fake camp and then we'll sleep somewhere else close by. Yeah, like, in my car, it would have, like, some, like, low-lighting, like, oil lamps that we could hang, like, you know, we could all kind of go into this room over there. You guys decide what you want to do and position yourself <laughs> as you would like. Cool. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out with Thunder. Okay. The time of the dead. Next, next to the fake campsite. 
Oh, wait, do we have to roll for that setting up a fake campsite? I mean, it's easy enough to set up a campsite. Okay, so, cool. That's cool. I'll have you roll for stealth if you're going to hide, of course. Alright. Uh-oh. Ethan might be having issues. I got a 29 for stealth. I'm back. Okay, good. I just saw your message. I don't know what that was about. I got 19 for stealth, and Raptor is... 13. That was a... a 29 from Dr. T-Leaf. Uh, Raptor was 13. What was Cloud? 19. Okay. Opal's going to come in here with you. Oh, she rolled pretty good. She got an 18. Aoife and Koji, are you going to hide as well? Um, What's everybody else is doing, I'll do it. On the bandwagon. Well, I guess I'm going to hide on the other side of this okay. wall. Why is everyone in that room? Why am I over here by myself? I'm going to whisper. I'm going to be like, I know, but I'm going to be like, Psst, guys, I'm lonely. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Aoife still has to find a hiding spot. Okay, Marcel and I are going to be right over here. That's an 11 for my stealth check. Go ahead and do one for Marcel as well. Dustin, I rolled a 3 for my stealth. Ooh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here being all like clunky and loud and shit. Sees you running across the field to where we are. <laughs> what is that? Running. Okay, that'll be a. With everything added, that'll be a 15 for Marcel. All right. Sorry, did you set up the uh, like fake sleeping bags and everything? Yeah, I just kind of leave my stuff by the fire there. So okay. it looks like there's just a little camp. Except my we I keep my weapons with me, of course. As you guys wait, it's quiet for a long time. But then you do hear a noise. It sounds like a shield clanging. And then another shield clanging. And 
Koji, you hear a noise behind you, and then as you turn around, there are two kobolds with shields. I'm gonna yell. Can I yell really loud? Hold on. Um, one second. Uh, Kobolds with shields and spears. <coughs> and they both have spears pointed right at you. And they oh, say, shit. keep your mouth shut or your friends are gonna get it. The rest of you see two kobold archers slowly making their way into the camp towards the fire. And they're pointing their crossbows right at your uh, decoy beds. Hold on one second. Okay. The... Did you want to say anything, Koji, at this point? To them? Yes. Well, they they threaten my friends, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put my arms up and just say, please, just don't hurt my friends. Anything but my friends. I see. Okay, keep those hands where we can see them, and step out into the light, and your friends won't be harmed. And they kind of look at each other and snicker, and, <laughs> and they poke you with the spears, not hurting you, but just enough to kind of move you along. All right. These guys are just kind of like circling the bed rolls on the ground. Can we? Can I see what's going on with Koji? Yeah, every one of you can see now at this point that they've brought Koji out into the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. I'm definitely going to try and shoot one in the head as soon as I can. Okay. You can, but just before you do that, as they bring Koji out into the light, one of the cobalt archers kicks one of the bed rolls, and the grass or whatever you filled it with comes spilling out. And they're like, what? And your trap is sprung. Yay. I'll give you all except for Koji, who's been caught. Uh, everyone else will get <laughs> a, uh, a surprise attack round, and we'll go into initiative. So Koji's are shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So go ahead, make your attack roll, Dr. D. Okay, I just exit. Cool. The first one is a 22. Yeah, I got a 22. Are you aiming at the, the shielded ones or the archer? The shielded ones, one of the ones carrying Koji. All right, walking with Koji. Okay. I guess I could be more specific. Hold up, let me look at the map. Yeah, the one like behind, like kind of walking behind them. The one on the right side, like here. Yeah. Okay. What was your uh, hit roll? Twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. Uh, 
six plus 13. That's 19. 19 damage. 19. Very nice. You step out quickly, shoot out a bolt, which hits him right behind the shield, and he screams. And Koji, you see this happening. Who wants to make the next attack roll? I'll go. Which one did T-Leaf attack? Uh, the one right behind Koji. So, do I get, like, a bonus action, or is it just just an action? No, you get to do a full attack around. Okay. Um, I want to use my bonus action. It is nighttime now, right? It's, yes, I mean, it it's is pretty dark. dark. I want to mm-hmm. use my bonus action to shadow step behind the one tea leaf just attacked. And then I'm going to attack him. Attack him from behind here. Right. Uh, I pull out my vicious hand axe and I'm going to swing. That is a 16 to hit. 16 does hit. I'm scared of that shield. Eight damage. Okay. Um. Don't do it again. I'll use my second clang on him again. Alrighty. That is a nineteen. Nineteen does hit him. And that's a nine damage. Very nice. And that one, I'm going to do it a stunning strike. So he needs a constitution saving throw of 14. Okay. Very stunned. Constitution? Yep. He failed. He is now stunned. I'm just going to do that symbol for stun. Right. You teleport behind him, get it in a few good kidney punches, which stuns him <laughs> in surprise. Does Raptor want to attack? I'm just going to have him go on your turn so you don't have to roll for initiative, man. Unless you want to. Back, guys. Hello. You didn't miss much. We just have our surprise attack going. Um, do you want Raptor to attack on his own turn, or do you want him to... Oh, um... Well, I mean, I guess now he can just go ahead and do it, but what... I mean, if this is out of initiative, right? Right now we are. He's just, he just run up... He just run up and attack this guy. 
Okay. He seems to be spring into action. Um, so he's gonna bite for his first attack. For 14. That hits. So that's a 1d6 plus 2. 3 damage. Okay. His second attack, he's gonna claw. 15. Uh, that hits too. It's 1d4 plus 2. So that's 5 damage. And then for his third attack, bite again. That misses. That's a, that's a six. It is a miss. You caught him by surprise and got him two good attacks, but by the third one, he was ready for it. All right, that leaves Aoife and Opal. I'll have Opal go last. Aoife, you can attack now if you'd like. Where is she gone? Are you here with Aoife? Darn it. She's gone. Okay. Opal will attack then. She'll just step right here and attack this cobalt archer up here on the left. Hit it with a guiding bolt. That is a hit. And 46. You get it, girl. Four. Seventeen damage. He is also lit up with the bolt, giving the next Gracious. attack on him advantage. advantage on him during the next attack. And Aoife, are you back? Darn it. I think she was back and then got kicked again yeah. right after. I'm just going to have her attack the archer since she'll have advantage and that's what's closest to her. So she shoots an arrow with her new bow. That is a hit. No, we can't hear you, Aoife. Oh. <laughs> I hope this is okay, Aoife. Uh, you did hit. You did 9 damage, plus the extra force damage of the bow is 7, so that's 16 damage. Which is enough to kill him. Good job, Aoife. Woo! <laughs> Move her a little bit closer. She can see. Alright, I think that's everybody. So, roll initiative. Seven for Cloud. And thirteen Ooh. for Raptor. We got 14. I got a 
<clears throat> I got a crit 20, 23. Okay. What was Raptor? Your thing. First step in initiative is Dr. T. Leaf. Okie dokie. Um, wait, that archer's dead? Yep. Oh. Aoife took him out pretty easily. Um, I'm going to do my stealth roll because I didn't do it in my... Okay. The surprise attack. That's a 31. And, um... I'm actually gonna kinda like, creep around. And then shoot this one right here. Okay. I'm back again. I don't know how long. Yay. I really don't know how long it's gonna stay. It keeps on saying RTC disconnected, and then I can hear you guys for like 30 seconds, and then you guys get all robot voices, and it stops completely. That's weird. Thank you. Just got a 14. 14 to hit. That is a yeah. Miss with, the, with the shielded ones. Oh, damn. I wonder if uh, if you can go in and like lower the quality of the audio to get better bandwidth or something. Possibly? Everyone, this is Rachel. Okay, so I just exited out of all of my tabs, so hopefully that helps. Um, but that's the end of my turn. Okay. I don't see anywhere to change it in the settings, unfortunately. So, next up is the one archer. Just beside Raptor. Can't really run away from a Raptor, so he's gonna pull out his dagger and make an attack with the dagger. That is a 16 to hit Raptor. Misses. Oh, clangs off of his armor. Um, that's all he can do. <laughs> Sad little archer guy. Yeah. So, Koji, you're next. Okay, well, are either of the ones near me still kicking? 
Oh yeah, they're both still kicking. The one between you and Cloud is uh, currently stunned and damaged very heavily. The other one beside you hasn't been hit yet. Okay, I'm gonna hit the one that hasn't been hit yet. Um, okay. I would like to hit him with... Um... <clears throat> hold, please. I would like to hit him with... I'm gonna try something a little... A little fancy. Um... Let's do the, the magic missile. I haven't tried that yet. Fancy. Yeah, that is a ranged attack, so you'll have disadvantage at melee distance. Ugh. Ugh. How far uh, away do I have to be from him in order to be able to make this work? But if I move away, he'll get an opportunity attack. He will. You just need to be at least more than five feet away, so just one more block away. But he will get okay. an opportunity attack. So let me do a. Alright, I guess I'll just hit him with a poison spray then. Okay. We'll do that instead. Um, he's gotta do a constitution saving throw. What's the DC? Oh, he fails. <laughs> he rolled a six. Nice. Alright, so he takes... Dun, dun, dun. 20 damage. Oh, wow. That hurt him. Good. Little bitch. <laughs> What'd you hit him with? Poison spray. I'm a... What's it called? I'm a... <laughs> I was gonna say I'm double fisting it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> what's it called? Dustin, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm both the sorcerer and a warlock. <laughs> oh, you're... <laughs> you're dual classing. <laughs> yeah. Not double fisting it. Multi-class. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the end I'm double-fisting it. Yeah, that's the end. Alright. I thought you meant like you were double-fisting kobolds. Like you had a kobold in each hand. That would be cool. I would love it. I'm gonna bonk them together. Next up is the shielded kobolds. Um... They have a Heart of the Dragon ability that lets them try to shake off any paralyzing effect at the beginning of their turn. So he's going to do that with the paralyzed... What's the DC on it again? 14. Alright, that's a 22, so he is free. And then he makes an attack at Cloud. Which your your cape is active, so that makes it disadvantage. But 
These guys have pack tactics, which add advantage if they're beside each other, or if there's two or an ally beside who they're aiming at. So that evens it out to a straight roll. Against Cloud. Comes at you with his spear. And that is a 23 to hit. No, a 22 to hit. Yeah, that hit. Right. It is four piercing damage. Take it. The other one beside him, who got hit by the acid spray, before he attacks, he says, Rika, where are you? We need help! And then he jabs his spear at Koji. Come at me. It's also a 22 to hit. Damn. That does hit. Uh, that's two piercing damage, but this one takes a second attack at you. Which is a... 19 to hit. Damn. With another two piercing damage. So four. Yep. And that is the end of their turn. After that kobold screams for Ricka to come help, you guys hear the flapping of wings. And then the wyvern that Aoife saw earlier with the black kobold atop it slams down into the campground beside you guys. And the kobold says... I am Rika the Tamer, and I'm here for your heads, you self-righteous raptors. And she makes an attack with you her crossbow. I know of you, Album wants your heads. It's going to aim her crossbow at Cloud. Yes. I'm going to attempt to deflect a missile, guys. That's been a waiting for this. Hit. Okay, deflect missiles. <laughs> Take a reaction. <clears throat> I can, uh, when you do so. Yeah. Actually, he has advantage, so yeah, it's still a 14 to hit. <laughs> oh, 14 to hit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Never mind. That doesn't hit. I have a 15 armor class. Ah. I'll have to wait. To deflect it. Nope. Dang. Okay. Well, at least it missed. Oh, it missed. And as the crossbow bolt slams into you, the wyvern that she is riding runs forward. And it can't really get to Cloud, because they're kind of in the corner there, so it's going for Koji. Alright, do it. Its stinger reminds you of a scorpion, and it rears up behind it and comes down at you two times. First one. 
Ooh, that's a 26 to hit. Damn. Okay. Pin piercing damage. Okay. And I need a constitution saving throw. Oh my god. I don't want to tell you what it is, but it was low. See it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't see it. definitely a fail. <laughs> you take 24 poison damage. Oh my gosh. Spicy. Very spicy. Fly out of here. Oh my then god. The... Uh, Wyvern then takes to the air and is now flying above the battleground, but that would give you, Koji, a opportunity attack. Um, well, fuck yeah, I'm gonna take an opportunity attack. Um, I would like to shoot my... Actually, can I do... Should I do a reaction instead? Because I can... I did get damaged. Unless you take you any responsibility for the damage and then... Well... Possibly, yes, because the reaction is your one spell. But if you do an opportunity attack, it's gonna have to be a melee attack. You can't use a spell as an opportunity attack unless you have a specific feat. Okay, so I can do... You mean like I wouldn't be able to do like a cantrip? Right. Okay. So, if you want to take your reaction for that spell, that might be better. Um... There's a hellish rebuke. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. That's my reaction. So, are you doing it at the wyvern? Or at the um, riding it. Well, it would have to be from the wyvern because he's the one that attacked you. So yeah, that's the one that attacked me. A dumb question. <laughs> a wyvern rolled in that twenty. Well, it says it takes two d10 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Do you still do damage? So. Um, you still get to cast it, so use your spell slot, and then roll, and then he'll take half damage. The 23 is what I rolled. So he'll take 12 fire damage. His fire damage, right? Um, yes. I, I am dying, though. I need, I need help! <laughs> Koji shoots that ring of fire out as her reaction and anger and frustration and her pain. And it hits the wyvern and you hear the kobold named Ricka go, No! Priscilla, do not hurt my darling Priscilla! Fuck Priscilla. <laughs> and it is now Cloud's turn. Uh... Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I skipped somebody. Forgot I have 
Raptor and Opal written down separately. It's actually Raptor's turn. I might have skipped him. <laughs> He's just going to continue his assault on this Cobalt Archer. Okay. Did I just him? No. Huh? Mm -hmm. Did I get skipped? I was in. You were very first. Yeah, you've already gone. Oh. Uh, His same turn. Same yeah, round. Same. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Uh, so, Raptor has multi attack and extra attack. So, essentially, I get three attacks. But I have bite and claw. Do I have to use like I use those in a certain order, or can I bite every time? You can do it however you want. Mix them up as you see fit. Bunt's gonna. I'm gonna attempt to bite him. Cause first bite. Fourteen. Fourteen is a hit. So that's gonna be. Seven damage. It's looking rough. It's gonna bite him again. Twenty, dirty twenty. Yeah, that definitely hit. hits. That's gonna be six damage. Okay. Um, Aoife, I don't know if I got a, a initiative roll from you. I just realized. Sorry. Oh yeah, I was MIA. Um, How much damage was that? Six. six. Okay. He's still alive, but he's barely hanging on. Last bite. He's chomping at the bits. <laughs> 19 to hit. That hits. Let me know what you get, Aoife. Uh, another seven. Right, that archer is down. Raptor has ripped him to Raptor's pieces. Raptor's just mauling him. Just completely savage. <laughs> that's a nine for initiative. Oh, perfect. That means it's your turn. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So I would like to take a shot with my longbow to uh, Rika the Tamer. Okay. Wait, did, okay, well, does Marcel get his own turn, or did, would would he would me commanding him uh, be a bonus action? He attacks on your turn. But let me double check to see how that works. You can use your action to verbally command him to attack, dash, disengage, or help. If you don't issue a command, he will take the dodge action. If you have an extra attack feature, you can make one weapon attack yourself and then command the beast to attack as your next action. Ooh, that's nice. So you can either replace all of your attacks with his, or you can replace, you know, one of your attack actions by commanding him. Okay, that's an option. Okay, awesome. Um... He also does not need any commands to use a reaction, such as opportunity attacks. Okay, awesome. So, 
I would like to take a shot at Rika the Tamer. I want Marcel to use Shred on Priscilla. Okay. That was me shooting first. Gotcha. Go right ahead. Alright, that's gonna be a... That's a 21 to hit. That will hit. Don't forget your uh, bow attack now has an extra d10 added to it for the force damage. Yeah. So for the piercing damage, that's a 5. That is a seven in force damage. All right. So what about Marcel? Let's see, that is a... Okay, so to hit, I rolled an 11, um, plus my proficiencies would make that a 15. Uh, into attack range. Uh, so 15 ultimately. Um, wait, I'm having to go through and read if I get to add anything else to hit. It should be the roll yeah, plus uh, four plus your proficiency. Yeah, so that's an extra four added to that. So Sorry, I'm tired. Um, I think I'm going to a 19 after that. That definitely hits in. Alright. Or her. It's Priscilla. Okay, that is a 10 da in damage. Alright. Very good. Marcel runs up and slashes with his razor-sharp claws. Priscilla's now bleeding and burnt. Rika turns around at this point and says, No, you nasty beastie! Leave my Priscilla alone! And he's going to use, or she's going to use, a legendary action to make an attack at Marcel. So she turns around and shoots with her crossbow at Marcel. Oh, that's going to be a miss. That's an 8 to hit. You sound disappointed about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like to hit too, even though I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Alright then, that brings us to Cloud. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to first I'm going to check my vicious hand axe at Rika the Tamer from where I am okay so that's uh that's going to miss that's a 10 to tend to hit so it just kind of whiffs 
But Stan... You're gonna have to do better than that. I go like... I go into a rage. Like I'm... Like I'm charging up to go Super Saiyan. Uh, and then I pull out my double-bladed scimitar and I I just continue my attack on this cobalt with the shield in front of me. Okay. In my rage, you gain advantage on your strength. Okay. I don't get any bonus to the hit, but... <laughs> Come on, 14. That's going to miss. Yeah, that misses. <sighs> I got such a bad Uh, well, that's my turn, then. All your, uh... Okay. Priscilla <laughs> takes another, not Priscilla, Rika. You know where the top charger is? Another legendary action to Mine. shoot. Uh, we'll say Cloud this time. I accidentally grabbed yours, I think. I'll bring that back in here. That is an 18 to hit. That'll hit. Five piercing damage. I think I get resistance to piercing damage. I do. I have Are resistance you? while I'm in a rage. Yep. Are you going to try to catch it? Oh, yeah. Uh, it still has to do damage because it's it, I, it just gives me a damage reduction. Okay, so it does do damage. I mean, you resist it, but you're not immune, so it does do like three damage. So it does three damage mm -hmm. instead of the. All right. Uh, so then, five. well, I'm gonna then I reduce it by one d ten plus ten, so that it's already been reduced. Yeah. So if I reduce it to zero. Then I get to, I can spend one key point to make a ranged attack with the weapon. So she shot she shot a bolt at me. Yep. Okay. So I catch it and like conserve momentum. I like catch it. And I'm I like spin all the way around. And when I like get back, I throw it at her, and it I have to roll to hit. 24 to hit. That hits. For 8 damage. Alright. She says, Ah, what? What did you just do? You used my own crossbolt against me. Cloud just laughs. I don't ever get to do that. <laughs> Alright then. That brings us back to the top of the round with Dr. Tealeaf. Koji is still struggling. Yeah, um, it's pretty far away though. Um, I can't. I'm letting my laptop charge right now, so I can't move my piece. Okay. But am I sneaking right now? Um, I think you did your last stealth roll at the beginning of your turn before, so you'll have to stealth again. Yeah, I'm going to sneak to the wall to the left of me. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, 
That's an 18. Who are you aiming at? Oh, wait. Uh, I'm saying um, that was the hide. Oh, oh, for yourself. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And then I'm shooting the big giant thing. The wyvern. That's a 16. Uh, believe that hits? Yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's twenty four damage. Mm. Nice, that's a good hit. And then, and then I'm gonna use the rest of my movement to go towards um, Koji. So I'll expose myself. Okay. Uh, let's see. You have. I'll kind of yell, out, Koji, fly over here. Can I actually? And I just casually make my way over. Yeah, you can. You'll have to get away from that kobold who's in melee with you, but yeah. And it is your turn. Um, but he gets an opportunity attack, right? Does he does? All right, fuck it. I'm gonna take my chance. I'm coming over. Okay. As you fly away, he tries to hit you with his spear. Is... 21 to hit. Oh, fuck. Okay. With three piercing damage. Okay. I can take three. The other one's focused on Cloud, so he does not take a reaction on that. But you, you're still able to get by, but it just kind of slashes at your leg as you fly away. Ouch. <laughs> Are you still alive? Yes. Barely, but yes. Alright. So, you did your movement. You still have actions and bonus action. Um, well, I would like to... Heal myself. Um, do I have a potion? No, I don't. I thought I did. But I do not. So I will lay on the ground and say, Please heal me. <laughs> okay. I'm you in single digits. To heal yourself. Um, do I want to, you said? Oh, wait. I thought you had a healing spell. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I kind of do, but I have to use it on an enemy. It's my vampire touch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Alrighty then. <laughs> what you say? I think I'll just use it on me to heal. Take some of my health. 
Yeah, let me just drain you of blood. I have to feed. I'll give it <laughs> Dr. Seeley's. So compassionate. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so after Koji is the shielded guys. We now both focus on Cloud. So the first Bring one, it on. You have your uh, your cape back up every round, right? Yeah. Okay, so the first one's a straight roll. Because of pack tactics. That is a dirty 20 to hit. That'll hit. With six piercing damage. Is that with my resistance? Oh, no, so that would be three piercing damage. Okay. The next one, since your cape is now down, gets advantage. With a, ooh, almost a nat 20, but not. So that's a 22 to hit. With your resistance, it will be another three piercing. Alrighty. And then Raptor is up. Uh, seeing this, he's just gonna run up and attack this one. It's in front of me. Okay. Um, hang on a second. Should have put this up earlier. I have a list that shows what all his raptor's abilities are. Okay. And I did make Don't the forget. mistake of not giving you guys flanking advantage, but can take your flanking advantage with this attack if you want what do, what do, how do I what do I get just advantage on your attack while okay. you're on either side of the enemy just want to make sure none of this um... I always forget he gets Raptor has advantage on initiative rolls oh <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm just gonna... So I get advantage on this roll? Yep. I'm gonna roll with this one. Alright. So I'm gonna bite. Okay. 18. 18 hits, definitely. Okay. Chop him. For eight damage. Eight damage. Still alive, but he's looking real rough. Do is it do I just get advantage on the first one? No, you get advantage on all attacks while you're flanking. Okay. Which one are you hitting? I'm just now turning back on my laptop. A dirty 20. He's hitting this one right here. Okay, that hits. The one in between him and Raptor. Another six, I mean an eight. Biting. Uh, okay, eight biting damage. Or eight piercing damage. Okay. Alright, he's barely hanging on. You got one more attack, right? Yep. Oh no! 14. That is a miss. 
Well, um, I should have positioned myself better, and I could have used pack tactics. Well, I mean, I got, I'm, I'm flanking to the guy. It actually don't matter. Yeah. Well, that's my turn then. I mean, technically, pack tactics would be in play as well, because all all it requires is another um, party member to be by the enemy. So yeah. All right, at the end of Raptor's turn, Rika takes another legendary action to shoot Marcel, who's hanging out by Priscilla with a crossbow bolt. So for Marcel, that's a 23 to hit. That hits. Okay. That's five piercing damage to Marcel. And it is now the Wyvern's turn. Priscilla. She flies away from Marcel and heads towards um, Dr. Tealeaf and Koji. Marcel can take a reaction if Marcel would like to. Okay, so he'll try to... Uh... To shred him as he goes by. Okay. Or her. Shred Pris Priscilla. It's going to be a. Be 18 to hit. 18 is a hit. Rika screams again, No, stop hurting my Priscilla! And it is now the Wyvern's turn. I guess it technically has been since he moved, but now he's going to attack. His first attack, he gets two, or she gets two. Uh, the first one is a bite at Dr. Tealeaf. Uh, that is a 15 to hit. That's a hit. Alright. That's 14 piercing damage. I could see it, so it's 7. Oh yeah, okay. And seeing as how you resisted his bite, or her bite, she takes her second attack at you as well with her stinger. I think that's a 12. Yeah, it's a miss. Okay, jump out of the way just in time, and her stinger embeds into the ground for a second. She rips it back out. Alright, that is the Wyvern's turn, so now we have Rika. Who says, who, okay, she's gonna jump off of Priscilla and land right down here beside you and Koji. Priscilla is going to spend the rest of her movement to fly away. Actually, she's going to go. Yeah, she's going to go there. 
And then Rika. Get to her. Snap lock. It pulls out each rapier from each side of her and makes an attack at both you and Koji. First one at Dr. Tealeaf with the rapier. It's a 16 to hit. Yeah, it's a hit. So that is... Oh, that sucks. Three piercing damage. Second rapier attack at Koji is a 14 to hit. I think that's a miss. Yeah. Well, I am a 14, actually, so that does hit. That's a good roll, too. 10 piercing damage. Oh, I am down. No, guys, Koji's down. That is the end of Rika and the Wyvern's turn. Luckily for you, Koji, it is Opal's turn. And she is right there beside you. She says a quick prayer to Trytherion. And she's going to use... Actually, she's going to run up to you. She puts her hands on you and says, it's okay. And she heals you for... Fourteen. Fourteen health. Wow. Thank you, Opal. You saved my life. You're welcome. Don't die again. And then she runs back behind the, the ruin wall. Actually, you know what? No. She's not going to do that. She's a brave bitch. Ooh. She's going to Let's see. That was 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. She runs over. She can't do much of anything else. That was all of her actions, but she is ready to take on Rika. And now we are to uh, Aoife. And then Cloud. Okay. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, real quick. Um, Rika takes another legendary action to attack Opal as she runs up. Um, so she she attacks Opal with the rapier, and it's a miss. So now it's your turn, Aoife. Sorry. Okay, first I'd like to move, like, where I can get a clear shot of Rika. Okay. Okay, so I move just kind of right out there, right outside of the walls. Gotcha. Okay, let's take a shot at Rika. It's 17 to hit. Ooh, that barely misses. Oh, darn. And I don't get two attacks on this, on this, uh, with this weapon, right? No, you do. Okay. You can use your second attack for the bow or for Marcel. That's an 18 to hit. That one hits. Just barely. Uh-huh. That's a 7 in piercing damage. Okay. And a... A 
a three in force. Dr. Tealeaf and Koji, as you see, Aoife shoots Rika in the back with this arrow. The arrow embeds itself, and she kind of, ah, in pain, like, shrieks out. Then after, like, half a second, the arrow kind of explodes, and this, like, invisible force wave comes out and knocks her down even more, dealing extra damage. And that brings us to Cloud. All right. Um, let's try and kill this guy in front of me. Okay, you do have advantage. Natural 20 for a 26. Yeah. I'm gonna, I forget how we do this. I'm gonna roll this just so it goes away. Gotcha. This isn't. Okay, It'll so how do we... Max damage that you could roll plus a regular roll. Okay. This is gonna be like way overkill. Yeah, he's got three health. Uh, 14 damage. That'll do it. Like, actually it would have been because I'm raging, 16 damage. <laughs> that Just was like chop ass. him in half. That was with my uh, double-bladed scimitar. Oh, your scimitar. All right, he is cleaved in half. And then I'm going to use my second. Do I still get pack tactics for this other shield? Um, no. No way, no way. Okay, I would, never mind. Forget I said anything. Uh, I'm just going to attack him, regular. Okay. That's a 15. That'll hit him. That's his AC. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. Got it. <clears throat> I still got my bonus action. So I'm going to use a key point to do a flurry of blows. Right. Kind of throw my double blade scimitar down on the ground and I just start unloading punches on it, this cobalt with the shield. Nice. Let him rip. Okay. First one. 26. That hits. That does 7 damage. Okay. And then my second one. Yep. 12. Twelve is a miss. That's my turn. Alright. The end of your turn, Rika takes her last legendary action of this round to shoot a crossbow at Aoife. With a 15 to hit. Does that hit you, Aoife? Oh no, she's gone again. Aoife, we can't hear you. Well, um, it does hit her. Her AC is 11. So she gets 10 piercing damage. 
Maybe she hears that. Hopefully she does. If not, I'll remind her when she's back. And it's now Dr. Tealeaf's turn. Okay, um... If I, if I disengage, do they get an opportunity attack on me? No, but that's an action. Yeah. Can do that, right? yeah. No, they can't do that. It's an action to disengage? I think so. Well, never mind. I'm going to put my hands on uh, Koji and use um, Cure Wounds. That is nine plus. One. So ten health. Koji. Ten health to Koji. Hello? Hello. Hello. You said that's ten piercing damage, Dustin? Yes. Okay, cool. I'll apply that now. Okay. Did I miss anything? Uh, nothing oh. really, no. Okay, cool. Just you getting hit. Um. Koji, did you hear you got healed? What's up? You got healed by Dr. Tealeaf. Yeah, for... I, I added it already, I thought. Okay. I didn't know if you heard. Just making sure. Well, she got a doctor. Trying to... Oh, wait. I'm in the wrong thing. Trying to see what the cunning action. Oh wait, I didn't. I'm sorry. How much was it? Oh, and then I'm gonna use. Oh, it's ten health. Thank you. And then I'm gonna use cunning action um, as a bonus to disengage. Nice. Okay. And then I'm gonna try and sneak behind this wall. I can only make it right, right here. Rick is going to... Oh, she can't. Opportunity. You just sketched. Done. Alright. Uh, 23. Okay. You're still... Got it. She was going to use her legendary action to attack you, but you've moved, so she's going to use it to attack. Uh, I guess Aoife again, since Aoife's the one that hit her. And I think that's a miss. That's going to be a 13 to hit. What's your AC, Aoife? Okay, it says my AC is 11, but that's not right. I think I'm, it's supposed to be at least a 15. I mean, so let me go through my inventory, because I know it's higher than 11. Yeah, you probably don't have your armor equipped. There's no way it's 11. Yeah. Hey, your, your, mail, your scale mail is not equipped for some reason. Yeah, okay, yeah, but my AC is 15. Okay, actually, no, it's 16. Nice. Yeah, I was right. say that is a miss, then. That brings us to Koji's turn. Um. Well, 
I wish I had a healing item, because I would definitely use that, but I don't have one. You got your spell? I do. Um... Okay, well... Okay, fuck it. I'm gonna try it. We'll see how- we'll see how it goes. If I die, I die. <laughs> okay. You, uh, you also have your Bracers of Archery that you don't have equipped. Sorry, were you talking to me? Yeah, you also have your Bracers of Archery that you haven't equipped. And your boots of the vigilant. You can equip those if you want to. Oh yeah. You get a plus two bonus to damage rolls on ranged attacks. Okay. What are you doing, Koji? Well, I wanted to try the vampiric touch, but I'm pretty sure I have to like be actually up on this. Up on this fucker. Da, 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 da. Yeah, because you cast it on yourself and then you make a uh, melee spell attack. So, um, Rika's right beside you if you want to do it to her. Against a creature within your reach. So I can just reach out and touch her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try that. So you cast a spell, and then you make a, a spell attack roll. So that's a d20 plus a 4 to see if you hit. Okay, so a d20. The one up top? Actually, actually it's a d20 plus 9. Yeah, the, the big one. Or you can, you know, do the regular plus 9 under the hair touch to roll. Oh, I can just hit the plus nine and it'll do it for me. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I rolled a 13. Um, I think that's a miss. Let me double check. Yeah, that's a miss. That sucks. Sad. That is your action. Do you have a bonus action? Uh, nope. Okay. Then, at that point, Rika takes a legendary action to attack you back with her rapier. It's a 14 to hit. I am at a 14. Oh, that is... That is great. Six piercing damage. Okay. It is now this last Cobalt Shield's turn, who is going to attack Cloud. You've got to hit back up at this point. This does not have advantage, so it's a disadvantage. I 
That's a 10 to hit. No, a 9 to hit. <laughs> but he's just 3, man. Uh, he does get another melee attack, so he's going to try again. That one is even worse. That one's a 6. So it is now rapid turn. Uh, he's going to continue his assault here. He will have pack tactics. Oh, uh, yeah. Good thing. Oh, crap. <sighs> I don't know if it rolled off my desk and landed on a 20. Do you want me to roll again? Uh, nah. Count if it falls off the table. That's fine. It's still a so, roll. So then that would be a 24. Alright. To hit. Uh. So then he does, yeah. So that's uh, eight plus. It's gonna kill him no matter what. Eleven. Eleven damage. Oh, he is still alive. Oh, bastard. Okay, my next bite. A f ten. That one is a miss. Come on, Raptor, don't fail us now. Seventeen. You got it with that one. Come on. Seven damage. So close, he's got Oh my gosh, this... just <laughs> kill over. <laughs> All right, it's now the wyvern's turn. She is going to fly over by her master and Initiates with Aoife. It's gonna make a bite attack at you first. Which is a... Go. 16 to hit. Oh, barely hits. Uh, that's 11 piercing damage. And comes at you again with her stinger. And that was a 21 to hit. Well, that hits. Alright, so. That's 10. Wait, no, that's not right. Um, I need a. Yeah, that's 10 piercing damage. And then I need a constitution saving. an 18. Alright, you passed. You take half the poison damage, which, oh, thank god, you would have got fucked. 
15 poison damage. Alright, I'm not looking so good, guys. About a 19, so I'm still standing, but I'm starting to get a little bit worried. She wasn't tied up in these baby cobalts. Neck deep in them. <laughs> Alright, it is now Rika's turn. And she's going to make multiple attacks here. It's two... Um, so one is going to be at Opal, which is a 19 to hit Opal, which does hit her. That is her own class. It's two, five piercing damage. Ash, since she hit, she's going to go ahead and make another stab at Opal. With a 22 that time, that one hits as well. Another 5 for Opal. And then it is Opal's turn. What are you going to do, Opal? I need to, like, print out all of her spells to know what they all do. I'll look at something real quick to see if this is any good. Okay, okay. Try this. She has a cantrip called Word of Radiance. And she says, Pritherion, give me strength to fuck up this bitch. <laughs> and this radiant light just emits from her. And Rika does a constitution saving throw, which is a fail. Yes. That is 2d6 radiant damage. That is actually 11 radiant damage. Very nice, Opal. That's a pretty good cantrip. How much damage did it do? 11. Oh, nice. Right. We are to Aoife. How's Priscilla looking so far? Uh, she's about halfway down. Ah. Yeah, am I able to move away from her without her taking an opportunity attack? You can use your action to disengage then move away and she can't do that then you lose your action for anything else huh. 
Okay, yeah, so I'm gonna use my action to disengage. And I'll move right back here. Uh, and I'm gonna like to use my uh, bonus action to cast a. Uh... Actually, wait, no, I move right here. I, and I use my uh, bonus action to cast a Hunter's Mark on Priscilla. Got it. Is that your turn? And, yep, that's all. Okay. Rika is going to use her very last legendary action for this round against Opal. It's Opal just hurt her. This a hit. Opal takes another five piercing damage. All right. Legendary actions. Yeah, I think this is the first enemy y'all fought with legendary actions. It's your turn, Cloud. And we're back to the top with Dr. T-Leaf after that. Alright. Um, I'm just gonna hopefully hit this guy. Mm -hmm. Do you first don't attack. tactics, do you? I got a 21 to hit anyway. Hey, no. He has one HP, so you got him. I'm pissed. <laughs> So that's gonna do 12 damage more than enough to obliterate him yep just smash him into the ground with your fists and then i'm gonna like angry run like ah, 5 10 15 20 25 30 is is she on the ground priscilla is flying she's about 10 feet in the air okay now, let me let me recount real quick. And you can run under her if you want, but she'll get an opportunity attack. 5, 10, 15, 20. 25. 30. I'm going to use my... Uh, use, can I use my bonus action to dodge... And then run under her to where Rika is. Dodge takes a full action. No. Not if I uh, step. No, wait, that's disengage. Well, could I step of the wind and like disengage around her? Yeah, I could spend one key point to take the disengage or dash yeah. action as a bonus action. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll do that. And then I'm close enough to Priscilla. And are, are, am I, do I get a flanking bonus now? Because mm -hmm. Opal's on the other side? Yep. Alright, I'm going to use my last attack. I literally rolled with advantage and both of them rolled natural 20s. Oh my god. That's awesome. <laughs> Ignore this. I'm getting this out of the way. 
Okay. Okay. So. Okay, so 10. 20 damage. No, wait, 22 damage. Dang. I got full damage on both. Like, when I rolled, I also got full damage. Dang. That was some lucky rolls. I know. Titerion be praised. All right. Hopefully that put the fear of God in her. It seemed to, because now she is very hurt. Priscilla is hurt. Rika, at this point, throws her rapiers on the ground and says, Stop! Wait! Wait! We give up. You have bested us. And Priscilla, hearing this, drops to the ground so she's no longer flying and kind of goes out of her like combat attack stance and watches Rika so um it's now Dr. Tealeaf's turn what do you want to do? Damn, I don't know. Um, Wyvern's landed. Rika's got her weapons on the ground. Her hands are up. She's submitting. I'm going to pop up here on this wall and sh yell at the cloud and just be like, uh, should we trust him? Can I re respond? Yeah. I'm like, no, not really, but I'm, they're kind of pathetic. <laughs> it's not really worth killing at this point. But you're right, we can't trust them. Well, um... Let's ask Rika, and I like, I like pick her up, and I'm like holding her, and I was like, what would you do in our situation? legitimately is like looking really nervous you guys are all surrounding her now she goes I, I, I just I just know that whatever album wants with you is not worth dying over I, I don't know you I don't know what you do I I mean I I'm a hunter but I'm not I'm not completely devoid of mercy I'm just doing what I was told this is what I was told this was my job I'm sorry and if we let you go, are you going back to that job? I go back without what he wants, he will surely kill me. So no, I will not. Good point. Priscilla You did fail him and let your whole team die. Uh, those other kobolds are worthless. They're just... Whoever kobold he had on hand to stick me with, I don't even care about them. I don't know them. Just don't hurt my precious Priscilla. Can I roll insight? Yes. Let me see. 
Oh, darn. It's a 13, I think. She seems to be telling the truth. She is legitimately worried for her dragon or her wyvern. Seems to be more worried about her wyvern more than anything. Seeing that she has this battle has quickly gone downhill for her. She's not reaching for her weapons or anything. She's I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of yell out because I still have, I'm still on that wall. I still have my like crossbow on him, uh, but I'm gonna ask you know what's what's this wyvern so special to you for? She's my darling Priscilla. I've I've had her since she was little. She's the only one that has been with me for most of my life. She's the only one I can trust. And Priscilla kind of puts her head towards Rika and nudges her. And they, they seem to have a bond. And we'll go out of initiative from here. So you guys can do whatever you want. They can always, like, I mean, arrest them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but could we really take them all the way back to Abovo? I said we should just let them go. Yeah, I mean... Oh, you're such a merciful elf. Thank you, thank you. But what if they go and hurt? That She said she's a hunter. Drop your what crossbow. if she's out? You can keep your rapiers, but you leave your crossbow with us. Okay. Done. It is a, I run a history check to find out more about a female kobolds. I'm curious because there's not very many females. Yeah, do um, instead of history, do a nature check because you have advantage on that. And she does throw her um, crossbow down. And it is a... That's a dirty 20. Okay. Um, it is a light crossbow. Simple weapon, light crossbow. Um, you haven't seen many female kobolds. Yeah. Um, and what, from what you know of kobolds, you know that they generally will take a dragon as their master and just kind of work for that dragon. Um, but in general, the male kobolds are more aggressive and more, like, battle-driven. And the females are usually not. They're more like the homemakers. Um, but it is unusual to see, like, a battle-driven female kobold like this, but it's not completely unheard of. But she is very large compared to other kobolds. She's just very big and burly, and she's got the black scales, which are pretty rare. So I'd like to ask Rika, um, what dragon did she claim as her master? Or did she just get hired by Album as like a freelance work? I claim no dragon as my master. I am my own woman. Album has big plans and I don't want to go against him. He can take over this world, but I mean, again, it's not worth dying for. Well, just so you know, 
the Righteous Raptors have no plans on letting Album take over the world. Um, so you're better to form an alliance with us and to work for us instead of Album. Do a persuasion roll. With advantage. That's a 16. 16. Okay, I'll, I'll do whatever you want, please. Just don't hurt Priscilla. <clears throat> I don't care for Album. If he takes over the world, fine. It's, it's a dragon world, fine. I can live with that. But I can also live with him being dead. Matters not to me. You know what, guys? I, I like her. Because you can, you can even... Take whatever you can find on these other kobolds. I don't care. Maybe, maybe me and Priscilla can like be your eyes in the sky. You know, maybe we can we can help you out. I mean, but you just turned on I'm your friends so easily. They're not my friends. I just happen to be stuck with them. I don't know these kobolds. They came from wherever. I work on my own. Album sent <clears> them with. Relatable. I get that. Alright. Can I... Can we kind of, like, kind of go off to the side so I can speak where... So Rika can't really hear us? I have a team sure. meeting. Yeah. Alright, so I imagine us all, like, putting our arms on each other and, like, sticking our heads together and, like, whispering. In a huddle. Cuddle yeah, up, like... everybody. Yeah. Every once in a while, one of you peeks over at her. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know what, guys? Listen. I know she just tried to kill us, but I like her. She's fierce, independent, um, doesn't really have much of a sense of loyalty, but also she wasn't really friends with these other kobolds. She was just co-workers with them briefly. I say we let them travel with us for a little bit, and through the power of our friendship, she will learn to love us. And we have a powerful ally on our, on our side. She can kind of fly around and be our eyes in the, on the sky and possibly like ward off any uh, or fight off anybody that could also be spying on us kind of like she was and we could have her go and kill anybody that we need her to kill or at least detain them well I mean I don't know how much of that you know she would actually do because you know who can vouch for her loyalty as we know, but I don't. At this point, I don't think she's really much of a threat. I mean, we saw her coming. We we blew her surprise attack. We beat her at her own game, and even in a straight up battle, you know, at her best, we beat her. So I really don't think she's much of a threat. Even if we just let her go back to album, I mean, what's she gonna do? What's she gonna tell him that he doesn't already know about us? So, I mean, either way, I don't, I have no feeling one way or the other. Our constant whereabouts, I mean, I, I'm all fine. I'm merely the doctor. But I will say, if we're going to keep just letting people join uh, willy-nilly, which, once again, <laughs> I'm fine with, do we need to set up, like, a probationary period or, like, an initiative rights or, you know, i mean, do we just keep flying, going with the flow? 
my idea is she just travels with us for a little bit, um, and she becomes attached to us emotionally. And help develop a sense of loyalty with her. But what if she, what if she has, like, some type of thing that lets, like, album know where we are all the time? Oh, right. yeah. We, we got a magic user here, maybe... Koji, maybe you could do some sort of magical inspection of her, mate. See if there's any sort of wards or you know, is it something magic people can do? I don't know. Cause like maybe it's something I can do. I'm gonna do a like I'm gonna peek over and try to do an Arcana check from a distance with a plus zero. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Opal says, well, I don't know if I can do anything directly, but I can give you some guidance. And okay. she casts guidance on you, which will give you... Hold on, let me double check. I think it's an extra D4 to your roll. Uh, yes, you get to add a d4 to your ability check. Okay. Let's... <laughs> no. A four. Total. I got a two for the really? arcana and a two for the bonus. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nothing about her looks magical at all. She's just a rapier-wielding kobold with a wyvern. Is there anything specific you were trying to figure out? Besides, I was just if he, she had if she was like magically communicating to album in some way, magically oh. posting her location. Do an insight roll as well, and okay, you can use guidance on that one as well. Okay. Uh, 14 that time. Okay. She is a kobold, and they generally do follow dragons. But you did notice she doesn't seem to be, like, mind-controlled like some of these other beasts have been. You know, she's not, like, kill, destroy. You know, she is her own person. So I don't know if that helps you or not, but that's what you got. Well, you know, she just... Even the... What am I trying to say? It's like... She seems better off than even the mind-controlled kobolds we've seen, so she at least has that going for her. Strong enough will to not be completely mind-controlled. Yeah, I mean, once again, I'm... I'm fully... <laughs> Except I don't know what the... to do with her. I mean, I agree. We, you know, letting people in our party willy nilly is the best idea. But I also don't know what to do. What to do with her? I'm suggesting like turn her into an ally, not not a raptor, but just an ally yeah. of the ratchet raptors. Yeah, I mean, I guess we pretty much. There's no way we can like give her like. There's no way of being safe about it, and as far as I see it, we pretty much have to kill her, or 
because I, I just don't trust her like around you know we could leave the area and then she just go back to being a hunter and start hurting people so i mean opal says i know make her swear to whatever god she follows that she will not harm us surely she's she follows bahamut or, or something Oh, I like that idea. idea. Let's make her swear that she'll never harm us. And shall she ever come across someone um, in, in her path that wants to harm us, she must eliminate that threat. Yeah, yeah. Make her swear to the three laws of robotics. I agree with you. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. She may never come across anybody that wants to hurt us again. Who knows where her path will take us, but I think that's a good assurance. What are the three laws of robotics? Huh? <laughs> that'll, that'll work. Yeah. What are the can't three end. laws of robotics? What are you talking about? It's like, hang on. Hi, robot. It's like you can't oh. hurt a human by direct action or indirect. Oh, yeah. Can't harm a human or by inaction allow a human to come into harm. Uh, you shall obey any instruction given to you by a human, and uh, you shall avoid actions or situations that could cause it to come into harm itself. So you can't hurt any raptors. She can't. She has to obey all commands given to her by a raptor, and she can't do anything that would put herself in harm's way. I could maybe do away with the second one, because, I mean, we're all kind of about, I mean... You're all about, like, Tytherion, and she's all independent and yeah. stuff. Or, uh, hey, I'll make, hey, Opal, let's make her swear allegiance to Tytherion. That way she has to, you know, she has to help the Dowtrod and, and, you know, work towards bringing justice to the world. Mm, that, that may work, but I think that might take more persuading. Yeah, I think we should just stick to um, having her swear on whatever god she believes in, and just going and just swearing after not to cause harm onto the righteous raptors, and you know, eliminate whoever anybody who wants to harm the righteous raptors. It works. Apple says, although we could put the fear of Tritherion in her. Yes. I like pick my my double bladed scimitar back up. All right, so I th now we have gotta have the have a our plan. We all put our hands in the middle and we all go like one, two, three, go Raptors! Right, Raptors. Love it. Good huddle. Okay, she awaits off to the side with. Priscilla, she seems to be tending to Priscilla's wounds at this point. I guess I'll walk up and... Uh, crap, what's her name again? Riki? I'm gonna walk up to Riki. What is it again? Rika? Rika. Rika. Like, so, uh, you know, we're gonna make you kind of come with us and be allies with us for a while so you know see if we can trust you or whatnot but we're gonna need you to you know swear to whatever god you have that 
you're not going to harm any righteous raptors and any innocent bystanders. And if you don't, well, we're just going to have to kill you. And you also must swear that if you ever come across somebody that wants to harm us, you'll you'll help us, or you'll or you yourself will kill them. Yeah, and that if you break this this oath, first we kill Priscilla in front of you. We'll make you watch us kill Priscilla. Then after a few days of living with that, we'll kill you too. In the yeah. name of Pythereon. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be done. Priscilla begins to growl at this, um, but Rika puts her hand on Priscilla's head. Raptor's like goes, growling back. Yeah. <laughs> but Rika goes, Calm yourself, girl. It's okay. She goes, I suppose I have no option but to submit to these terms. So. By Bahamut's name, I swear to never hurt a righteous raptor and to help you as my abilities see fit. She goes, but do I have to travel with you? I mean, I can like, I can like, if you, um, I have a, I can tell you some things. I can got some information I can share. If I give you that, can I just be left to my own devices, possibly, and help you in other ways? Yeah, we can agree to that. What devices, though? What are you going to be doing? You said you're a hunter. He's going to be out here hurting, like, innocent people? No, but... Okay. I'm sure you saw the giant horde of dragons head south the other day, yes? Yes. So, you may have assumed they're heading towards Ab-Ovo, which is true, but what you may not know is Album gave specific dragons direction to patrol the areas in the plains between the mountain and the uh, city. So, if I can follow you from afar, from the sky, I can keep a lookout for said dragon patrols and give you warnings. Because I know you're going to be having to travel across this plane at some point, and you're going to be wide open for attacks. So I can be your preemptive eyes in the sky. I like that plan. And then if there's somewhere you want me to go or, or, or you know, maybe I can set up a base of operations from somewhere I don't know but I feel like I'll be doing much better from the sky than traveling on the ground with you that works we have to go back to the mountain and get our like traveling supplies so you might have to wait a little bit you're going back into that mountain are you crazy album will kill you Oh, we got a little place set up there. I don't, you know, heavily guarded by some really fine warriors. Hey, that's At least I hope they're I'm... still there. Yep, I don't know, but that's your call. I, I'll, I'll do whatever you say. 
second. Are we are we trying to resurrect Ambrick and Thunder? No, just I mean, we don't have as of now. I don't think we have a way to resurrect Thunder. I Mor think it could. Morpheus only <laughs> agreed to the arm brick. If I think we even tried to negotiate an extra resurrection out of him, and he said, no. "Yeah, that's why. That's why I couldn't remember." Okay. He only agreed to give us, in addition to give us wagons and horses. Ration. Uh, to... So we'd have to find some other way to resurrect Thunder. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess we should just continue with our sleep then. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I look angrily towards Rika. <laughs> yeah, we were sleeping when you showed up. What was what was your god's name, Rika? I didn't catch it. Who do you? Bahamut. 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 Wow. The dragon god. Most dragons worship him. Is that the evil one or the good one? That's the evil one, right? Um, he is lawful good. No, it's the good one. I kind of put Bahamut in my world as kind of a neutral god, just the god of all dragons. So oh, okay, really, yeah. I, I would say he's more neutral in my world. Okay. I know there's another one, but I don't know his name, and it's just another. Tiamat, right? Is that the other one? Tiamat, yeah. Yeah, so we're just going to say Bahamut is the dragon god. Uh, well, I guess I'm gonna. Yeah, it's time to hit go the hay. Yeah, go to my cart. So Rika says, "Okay, so am I free to go, or are you gonna shoot me down when I leave?" You no, said you're an independent woman. Do what you want. We'll be leaving the mountain tomorrow. Once we get our carts, so just you know, be there to tell us if about any dragon patrols, and I think we'll be good to go. Okay, so I'll set up a reconnaissance at the the quarry. That must be where you're going, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. And I will be there whenever you get there tomorrow. I'm already like, at my cart. <laughs> okay. Before she flies off, she kind of gives you an awkward, like, bow, which you can tell she's not used to doing, but she's still kind of nervous. She goes, "Thank you, Raptors. I won't forget this." And she flies off.
right. What you guys gonna do now? Just... Uh, just like in camp time. Okay. I mean, is that was that what we're doing? We're just yeah, they're going back to the long rest. Oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm finishing the sleep. One thing I wanted to do before I went to sleep, I want to approach Opal. And I want to show her my prayer book I've been working on. And ask her if she can help me in translating what these words mean. Because I'm just kind of winging it as I go. I don't know, can't really read whatever language this is written in. Um, did we ever establish which language it was written in? I would guess it was just common. I don't think we ever said, but I mean... Traveling monks, they'd probably just write in common. Yeah. I guess I could have asked anybody, really, but... Probably. <laughs> I felt it was my task from Titherion to, you know, transcribe this text. But now I have Opal here, who maybe can help me more. She goes, well, yeah, I can translate it. What is this? I've never the seen prayer a... book from my monk order that they're okay. used. And I've been kind of using it the, to... The Shadow Monks, right? Uh-huh. I've been kind of using it uh, to keep a log of my own spiritual journey. But I know the elders in my order, they spend a lot of time in meditation over these books. So I assume there's something here to learn. She takes a look, and she looks through some of the pages. She looks at some of the writing that you've done. And she goes, well, I'm not sure what these symbols are that you've written in here. But the book itself, I mean, it's strange. It is tri it is prayers to Tritherion and rituals, but they're, they're different from what I studied. Whoever these monks are seem to be using... Tritherion for more of their own personal gain than what they taught us in the temple. Cloud shocked. How good? What? <laughs> they weren't very good guys in the end. They did, they did betray me and try and kill me. Hmm. I mean, according to most of these prayers, it's like, give me strength to... to do the things I want, or to get the things I want. It doesn't seem to mention helping the needy, or uplifting the downtrodden. It's very strange. How did you end up with these odd, twisted monks? They... They found me. I was wandering the wilderness, left for dead, and you know, I just happened to run into them. They were traveling the countryside and gave me a place to stay and, you know, for some, in exchange for some labor and a little bit of muscle work, you know, they let me stay with them and feed them and kind of started making friends and studied with them. But eventually the leaders of a, our group turned on us and 
killed most of most of my friends and the rest of the people traveling with us. I managed to escape before I found my way to Wunberg, and that's just kind of, you know, I haven't. I've been chasing them ever since. I chased them to their monastery in Abovo, but they were already gone or dead by the time I got there. The only one I found was Stryker. He was the only one left. Which I don't. Why did I never ask him about this book? Hmm. <laughs> Stryker may not be able to read. You're not sure. That's a good point. <laughs> they like to bring in people who don't read or write, because then, you know. <laughs> Just like the church, then you can't really refute what they say. <laughs> yeah, they're easier to control. Hmm. It's interesting. I didn't know these. I, you know, I knew my elders had kind of gone off on an evil path, but I didn't realize the whole order was set up in such a selfish way. I didn't realize Tytherion would, you know answer such selfish prayers so where were they getting this power from I mean Tritherion leaves people to their own wills and desires doesn't necessarily mean he supports them but you know, just using his name can still give them power in other ways maybe not righteous power but you know power of word power of determination they feel like they're in the right maybe that's enough interestingly enough there's before we left Rexpolis, there was a new order of monks that had just set up a temple i don't know anything about them i don't know if they're your monks or mm. different It'd be. I don't know where they've gone. I honest, I figured I'd find them mixed up in this mess with the dragons. But... I haven't met another monk like me since Stryker. Well, I mean, you have sure. to admit, it's pretty foolish for a group of people like us to be trying to kill an ancient dragon. <laughs> Maybe they're <laughs> smart enough to realize that. Yeah, right. But who knows? I mean, it's just what little information I know. Well, thanks for your uh, input. Still trying to piece together, you know, what's going on with this order and this god I'm now following. Well, I mean, if he really speaks to you like he, you say he does, then I think you're doing the right thing. Why don't we have a... Me and me you, let's, let's let's have a prayer right now. Let's see if we can get Titharion to speak to us. Ugh, you sound like Morpheus. Okay. I'll pray. It's alright. I'll, I'll give you a religion roll with advantage. Here's where my religion. We're at 19. What is your prayer? Hey, Therion, it's 
Cloud Chaser here. I'm here with our friend Opal. She goes, hi, uh, hi, I'm here. You can speak to me if you want. Uh, she says she's never spoken directly to her. She's also a follower of your order. Not the same as me, I'm realizing. I guess there's a lot of different followers of you, Tytherion, out there. We're just, we're just trying to touch base with you. See what's going on. She's... I think she could use a little boost in her faith. Maybe show us a sign that you're out there and we're we're on the right path here. And if you could spare a kind word, that would be even better. Amen. <laughs> okay. You hear Opal still has much to learn, but she is indeed devout. And Opal's, she kind of looks around for a second, and she says, did, did, did he just say something? I've got a big grin on his face. He's just shaking his head yes. She says, I I think I heard it. I don't know what he said, but I heard a, like a whisper. And you hear again, I had to speak to you directly to put you on the right path. Opal needed no such direct interference. She must be strong with her connection to you. And oh, then Tytherion. You don't hear any more of Tytherion, but at that point Raptor walks up. Just out of nowhere. He's been off doing his thing. But he just comes up out of nowhere and just kind of sits next to you guys and, and nuzzles Opal. Well, Opal goes, well, there you have I mean, it. He did allow me to help Raptor, so I guess that's it's true. Good. Stay strong in your faith. You never know. Okay, but it's when just so the calling boring. might arise. I just want to like kick butt, you know? I kick butt all day long. Did you see me kicking those kobolds butt? Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Did you see me kicking Maybe. that lady's butt? Yeah, that was pretty good. Back? That was pretty good. Maybe you should drop this whole... Uh, whatever thing you guys got going on and... Join up with the Shadow Monks. Maybe we'll start our own order. Show people how it's really done. I wonder if sidekicks can multi-class. Never thought about that, but she says, okay, I mean, you can show me some moves sometime if you want. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I love having sparring parties. <laughs> well, not much for sparring, but I mean, I can cast some spells. That's all I'm saying. Hey guys, I'm gonna have to log out of here. I'm having some some bad some bad allergies, so I took a Benadryl, and I'm like about to, I'm like practically falling asleep right now. Okay. You have a good night. Thanks. Thanks. If I miss anything, let me know. I will. They'll all be recorded, so if you want to, I can send it to you. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Hello, future Tori. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
All right. Well, after all that, I think Cloud's satisfied for the night. Opal does the same. She goes and empties out the grass from her bedroll and slips into it. Anything else y'all want to do? Anything Koji wants to do for the night? Um... No. Not really. I was going to say talk to Zariel, but... They've both been kind of quiet. Well, we'll probably just go ahead and call it here. Go ahead and do your long rest if you want to, so you can heal up. And I will put all your experience in. I don't think it's going to level you up. I think it's going to put you, like, really close. Um, oh, before we get off and before I forget, there are also four kobolds still laying dead on the ground yet to be looted. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll go loot those two I was fighting, like over here. All right. Oh, crap, what did I do with my paper? Chugo paper. Oh. Here we go. Right. So one of the shielded kobolds is wearing two rings. I'm not even gonna make you roll for this because it's pretty obvious that they have these things. Um, one ring is called a peephole ring. You can add this to in your inventory. Oh boy. The peephole ring allows you to put the ring onto a solid surface and see through that surface like it was a peephole. Um, That's you cool. Can't, you can't pass any items through it because it's an illusion spell and it doesn't create any light. So if it's dark on the other side, you really couldn't see unless you have dark vision. But it does create a peephole that you can see through. Um, the other ring is called Arachnid's Embrace. And to be honest, I forgot what that one does. But you can add it in as well. Um, ah. This one allows you to use it to cast Conjure Animals to summon any number of Fae Spirits that take the form of spiders. Ooh. Any number? Are these things in the regular well, items? 
Or I had to just add them. You should be able to add them just from the regular item, because I've added them to my, um, my collection. Um, it allows you to do any number, but it's a certain, like, charge per beast. Uh, I got you. So okay. it has, uh, I forget how many charges it has. But, like, a giant spider is three charges. A swarm of spiders is two, and a single spider is one. The other cobalt. Were you able to add both of those? I'm still looking for them. I can't find them when I just search the name. I'm just looking through the wondrous items right now. Bag of beans. It wouldn't be under wondrous. It'd probably be under ring. Page and I'll see if I can add it in for you. Now here's an arachnid's embrace. Okay. The other one is called peephole ring. Well, that one's not coming up. There is an x-ray ring. That's not it. <clears throat> make sure I had it. I added it. Apparently I did not add it. One second. Um, while I look that up and add it, the other kobold shield has a potion two potions one is called potion of chicken Yum. and the other one is called well when you pick it up at first it looks like a health potion but as you look at it it's very dark much darker than a regular health potion and the liquid seems to be a lot thicker. And as you examine it, you notice it is an expired health potion. <laughs> Yummy. So you should be able to add both of those in as well. So potion of chicken and expired health potion. See if you can add the people ring now. No. It may take some time to just refresh. Okay. Um, but did you get to the two potions? Yep, I got those. The potion of chicken is pretty interesting. Yeah, I wanted to look at that. Koji, do you want to loot the other two archers? 
Um, yeah. Alright, one archer has a wand in his pocket. Mm -hmm. And Zario tells you that that is called the Path of Dragons. The Path of Dragons, you said? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll let me know if you find that one. Is it called again? I'm sorry. The what? Uh, Path of Dragons. You should be able to find it if you just search path. Oh, there it is. People ring showed up. Cool. To the closest dragon lair. Oh. So you got that one? Yeah. I'm almost done. Okay, so you're good on the Path of Dragons. The other Cobalt Archer has a leather pouch inside of his pocket that has four items in it. As you open the pouch, you get a smell first of, like burnt uh how do i say this of something that was once burnt kind of like a burnt smoldering smell and as you reach in and pull the four items out and examine them they are four different types of smoking pipes each one different and unique in its own way and they are all magical smoking pipes Oh, okay. Uh, the first one is Gentleman's Pipe. Okay, I can look that up too. Gentleman's mm -hmm. Pipe. Yep. What do the pipes do? They're all different. So, go to collection and I'll tell you. For the gentleman's pipe, a fine pipe for a fine gentleman who likes to relax. It has two, um, I guess, actions it can do. First one is called Fancy Gesture. Twice a day, the wielder may brandish the gentleman's pipe and add plus one to their charisma modifier. Nice. There's also contemplation. Twice a day, the wielder may smoke the pipe and receive a plus one to their interrogation or insight skill check. Nice. Okay. I fucks with that. <laughs> then there's the phoenix pipe. This one looks really nice. It's a hardy walnut pipe held together with adamantine metal. So it's a little heavier than the rest. Okay. It has a constant glowing ember within its bowl 
which will only come to life if smoked. This pipe can be used as an arcane focus, which means you can cast your spells with it, with the added ability of being able to have a fire spell stored inside of it to use later without the use of a spell slot. Oh, that's fancy. Okay. So basically, you can cast a fire spell on it, and it will absorb that spell and hold it until you use it. That's cool. Okay. Pretty awesome. There's also the ever-smoking pipe. So did you get the phoenix pipe added? Yes. Okay. The ever-smoking pipe. It is carved of dark, lustrous wood. And smells faintly of a barn for some reason <laughs> um, this magical pipe is activated or lit by speaking a command word and extinguished in a similar fashion the pipe is smoked in a normal fashion never needing to be repacked with pipe weed but its smoke is a thick greenish blue terribly foul smelling and oh. laced with twinkling sparkles when lit, the pipe repels normal insects, but not giant insects, or the vile swarm of insects, within a 20-foot radius centered on it. You can also use it to speak the command word with no action and summon the pipe to your hand, as long as you are on the same plane of existence as the pipe. Wow. So that one wards off um, insects? Yeah. Okay. And the last one is called the Pipe of Inner Truth. This one seems especially magical and especially fancy. It's crafted with small vines as the main part of it and a hollowed out geode as the bowl. It's about four inches long and it has a steep S curve in it. Kind of like a really long curved like Gandalf pipe right while using it you can either cast the true sight spell or the spell commune with nature with the charges available but if you use it and you are not a druid you must make a constitution saving throw and on failure you become paralyzed for one minute whoa paralyzed that's a that's a gamble <laughs> a full minute is how many rounds? That's a while in battle. Ten rounds. That's the whole battle, for the most part. Damn. I don't think had a battle go past ten rounds. Damn. And that is what you find on the cobalts. Okay. Cool. So Koji's gonna have just four pipes. She's gonna be a little stoner now. <laughs> I'm here stoned for Stoner Koji. Did you say Stoned Raptors? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm interested in this the insect repelling. I'll trade you for a pipe. For a pipe? What, what will you trade? Uh, I have a rack. One of these things I just got. I got a Rachnid Embrace so that you fall up the summon. Fae spirits that look like spiders, or a potion of chicken, which lets you uh, yeah, lay. Yeah, about the potion. <laughs> so the potion of chicken. After one hour, you lay three d4 eggs, which will 
hatch into chickens. Uh, they'll follow you. You can give them really rudimentary commands, but anything other than that, they're still chickens. So you can tell them to stay or follow, um, or they'll go to a place you point. Uh, you can throw them, but that makes them upset with you if you throw them as an attack. Wow. Uh, you can also eat them to regain hit points. And if they make it to the end of the day, they'll lay an egg at dawn, which you can eat to restore one hit die that you've used that day. Oh my God. Potion of chicken. <laughs> How about I'll actually trade you for... Um, do you have any health potions? Because I need that. Yeah. I have one potion of healing and one expired healing potion. Which <laughs> an expired healing potion does the same thing as a regular healing potion, but you also roll a 1d6 and it has an effect that uh, if it's a 1 through 2, you have to pee. A 3 through 4, you don't feel good. And 5 through 6, you're drunk. I only have one regular healing potion left. So if you drink the, the expired health potion and you get have to pee, basically you just have to run somewhere until you feel comfortable enough to, to pee. <laughs> I also have a potion of heroism, which gives you 10 temporary hit points. And you also are under the effect of bless. Bless is pretty nice. That gives you, um, I think, an extra d6 to add to certain rolls. Uh, you bless. Okay. Uh, yeah. Was... yeah. That's what I had. Yeah. You you get a d4 added oh. to attack or saving throws. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'll just give you the um the thing. I Wait, but I, it said, might. okay, when when I go to add something, like all of the pipes that I was looking at, Dustin, I hit add and I put them in there, but now it says they're not in there. I don't understand. Also, you might want to look, because I had the same thing that happened to Aoife. It, it unequipped all my stuff. I had to, all my, like, attunement items, I realized had been unequipped, so I had to go back in and add them back. You all might want to check that. Yeah, I don't see that any of those were added. What the fuck? Okay, manage inventory. I think once you hit add, I think now you have to hit a separate button to tell it which bag to put it in. Yeah, I was putting it in my backpack. It, so I hit add, add to, I'm going to put like, um, equipment where all my other shit is. Is it in there now? Refresh. Put one pipe. Hey guys, I gotta get off. This fun. Okay. Have a good night. See you later. Bye. I don't see it. It's not in there. I hit add and then equipment, and it's it's not adding it. I'm not sure what's happening. Let me try to add it from my end. Which pipe are you trying to add? All of them. It won't let me add even one. Add equipment. 
Okay, it worked for me. So I added the pipe of inner truth, the ever smoking. Which one did you want, Steven? I think it's the ever smoking one. The insect one, right? Yeah. Okay. Refresh your page and see if it's there now. I added all of them. Okay, now they're in there. Man, I tried like four times, bro. Watch, next time you log on, you'll have like four of each. <laughs> okay, um... So... Steven, let me give you the ever-smoking. So let me remove it from mine. What's yours now? So what did you want? You wanted the... I'll give you the potion of heroism. You can have all my health potions. You sure you don't need them? That way... Nah, I don't need them. Yeah, will be good. You want the expired healing potion as well? Yeah, fuck it. Alright, yeah. so... I'll take one potion of heroism. One expired healing potion. One potion of healing. Also, you can have any of these ring. I realize now I can't. Because this ever-smoking pipe. Let's see if this is actually going to work. Okay. You can only have two rings equipped at a time. Anyway. Yeah. What's the potion that you said, Steven? Potion of heroism. Heroism. I keep wanting to say heroin. And I keep trying <laughs> to type that in, and that's not what it is. Cool. But then I still have a potion of chicken, and I might try and see if... Aoife might want Arachnid's Embrace. Yeah. Unless you want it. Or the Peephole Ring. I still got the Peephole Ring. No, I'm good. The My main issue, I think the, the next um, 
session that we have, I gotta remember to, like, figure out a way to get some health stuff. Because I need more of that. Like, to raise your health? Or, like, healing? Yeah, like a, like a health potion. You might be able to talk to Dr. Tealeaf about that. He can make potions. Yeah, I'll hit him up. I feel like you'll help me. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. I know there's also that cobalt potion maker, but that would take you a few days to get to. And I don't even think he makes health potions anymore. He just has those weird potions now. Yeah. I did update your roleplay points. So those are good to go. My friends, well, I'm gonna get off here. Um, by the way, I have no phone service, so you can definitely reach yeah. out to me on like Messenger or Facebook or something, but just not on the phone. <laughs> Were you able to add those potions in? Did that work for you? Um, I got the yes, I got the heroism one. I don't know why I can't add pipes. Maybe it's just because they were. Hey, let me add the pipe. Homebrew into my inventory. Yeah. It just doesn't want Koji to smoke, maybe. Yeah. Let's see your potion of heroism in your inventory. I just don't want to forget and you come back and not have it and be this thing, you know? Wait, the, the heroism one, I think I put it in there, right? Do you not see it? I'm overlooking it. What in the hell, bro? It totally said it was in there. I mean, maybe that's just weird on my end. I hit refresh twice. Okay, what what ending? 